Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm talking about reading. And I have a really long history with caring intensely about teaching kids to read. Reading is an extension of our ability to process information. It's a communication tool that we use when we have something to say that that's meaningful to us. It's also a way that we demonstrate what we know and what we're capable of. So reading is really important. And a long time ago, um, way back in 2000, actually, I got certified as a reading recovery teacher. So for those of you that are not in the early childhood world or unfamiliar with the program, which is not implemented as widely as it used to be, it was an early intervention program for the fall kids who came into first grade. Because here in America, when we talk about special education that gets very personalized to the student who is challenging, what that really means is it's really expensive. So school systems, and this was my favorite part of it all, said, let's take a proactive approach. Let's do an early intervention that's not special ed, but it is uniquely personalized to the child during those big formative years, that burst of learning when they're connecting what's happening in their brain with what they're able to produce as a reader and a writer. And so it was a really special program. I got to work one-on-one -on -one with a child for 45 minutes a day over 40 weeks. It was amazing. I had two sets, so 20 weeks for one set of kids, 20 weeks for the next set of kids. And here was my favorite part about it. It was a strengths-based program. So during our intake assessments, it was my job to look for what this child was really good at and help them use that to overcome what was really hard for them about reading. Does it sound a whole lot like our collaborative parenting methodology to you? We look for what's easy. We look for what's natural, for who they are and what's already working inside of them. This is how we instill confidence, achievement, the I can mentality, and ultimately a lifelong love of learning. Reading is something that we expect our kids to show us they can do. But today, I really want to anchor into the idea that that's the long-term outcome. The short-term daily repetitive input in order to get there is you reading to them. You reading to them. 
during the day, during the playtime, going ahead and tossing books at them in the back seat. Come on, you probably know them by heart already, right? Llama, llama, mad at mama. You know it. Read along with them. Encourage them to read the pictures. If you've got a toddler or a preschooler and you say, you read, and they say, I don't know how, I can't read yet, you say, of course you can. Reading is storytelling. Storytelling is the story of the pictures. Look at the pictures and let's tell the story. Go off script. Cover the text if you want and have them practice that creative exploration of picture storytelling. There are actually picture books. Um, I think Harold the Purple Crayon is one of them that have no words. You can just go ahead and make up the story. So powerful. But your voice is the key. And I really want you to know that. Hearing you, hearing your partner, hearing grandparents, aunts and uncles, siblings, familiar connected, relationship-based voices reading to them is how they're going to get the most power. And what I mean by that is the most neural connections firing in their brain when they're listening to you read. I heard something really mind-blowing to me recently that there are parents out there using Alexa to read to their kids at night during bedtime. Now, I know I only have one side of the story, right? A news version, reported, filtered side of this information, this story. And maybe those parents are going in and reading to their kids, but having trouble being allowed to leave the room, right? So then having Alexa read another story. Okay, that's cool. But if Alexa is the only voice that is reading to children, it will not have the same effect. Your child cannot be developing a relationship with an AI. That is not a healthy way to build this lifelong love of learning and this connection to another person. Your Alexa can't snuggle up next to the child and feel the physiological connection, the literal energy that is two people being together sharing the space, the time, the book, the words, the story. Alexa can't go off book. She can't tell a story about the story. When I was your age and it snowed like that, do you know what we used to do? We'd go outside and make a snowman that was taller than us. She can't do that. And quite honestly, no matter how good the AI voice technology gets, it will never mimic the true voice of a human. You listen to this podcast and you listen to many variations of my voice depending on the day. Right now I'm all fired up about this topic and you can hear it in my voice. There are other days where I'm really feeling deep and meditative and you can hear it in my voice. Your child needs you to show up in that moment, whatever it is, in the storytelling, the reading, the connecting, the extrapolating, the I remember last time when you did this at gymnastics 
and you felt so proud of yourself, just like Laura the lion does in this book. This is how you raise a child that understands the connection between humanness and literature. If you're looking for some more information about this, please do reach out. I am no longer a reading teacher, um, but I will I can talk to you about the different ways to engage with your child based on their age. It can definitely be part of a coaching package if that's something that you need. Um, but I just really, really wanted to kind of hijack my own podcast for a hot minute and tell you how important this is based on what I was hearing. Because I've done a lot of episodes on tech. And what do I always say? I'm kind of feeling like I should get an embroidered on a pillow. Tech is a tool, not a toy. Tech cannot replace the human experience. Even in tool form, we've got to make sure the human experience is anchored deeply or this generation will literally be swept away by AI. Their whole world is already being defined by it. Whew, all right. Sometimes when this happens, I just, I just gotta get it out. So thank you for being here and listening and marinating inside of it and trusting me to be the one to say, if there's a shift that you need to make right now, if you realize that you've fallen into a trap of easy and accessible with technology and you need to make that shift back to intentional human connection, thank you for allowing me to share that message with you in a loving, kind, respectful way so that you know you will always be supported as you make an effort to make it happen. Until next time, join us in our private Facebook group. We our conscious moms, collaborative moms, hanging out together, supporting each other. Come hang out with us. It's a great space to get support in between podcast episodes. Stay mindful and proactive as we transform the toddler years.